Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one kind of manipulative moment at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And I'm Scott Tofty. Thanks for uh, coming back, Scott, wrapping up the week. Ah, oh, it's it's a blast. This is one of my highlights. All right. Well, uh, today we're going back to minute 40, which begins with another practical wipe, which reminds me that's what the other that's what the other Biff thing was. We talked about Biff ripples. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a Biff wipe. Nice. That's what it was. <sighs> um, but yeah, another another practical wipe as the DeLorean switches from a, uh, a miniature to the practical uh, DeLorean effect. Very um, seamlessly, too. At Jennifer's house. And ends with uh, wild dogs. Packs of roving dogs that have taken control over most of America's major cities. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that, that seems accurate. So, uh, so yeah. I, um, I have issues with <laughs> Doc's plan here because his whole thing is just he's just like you know lie to her marty lie to her lie to her till you're blue in the place just lie 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 make her think she's crazy that's fine it's not you all that matters is you it's it's really boy. well it just kind of it just kind of reveals how little he cares about jennifer as her own person yeah exactly she's She's been in the way this whole time. Like the whole, uh, you know, he basically, he, he roofies her. He roofies this girl to get her out of his hair at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And it kind of oh, comes yeah. off as like, hey, hey, you know, get away from my boyfriend and Marty just kind of going with it. Why do you even hang out with her? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! Can you imagine how awkward right, Marty must know. feel, sort of stuck between like his his uh you know his serious relationship with Doc, and then his sort of I guess you know his Jennifer's like the uh 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 the the side piece I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's trying to merge the worlds together. Yeah, it's like it's like Doc is wifey and Jennifer is like mistress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's Marty we should feel it's... bad for in this whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. I, Jock is just being really manipulative with this whole situation. Like he's, he's just like, no, she'll wake up here. She'll think she was either dreaming or crazy, and she'll never mention it again. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's just, it's really messed up. It's really messed up. The whole, the whole process is really weird to me. Well, and the other thing is like how much trust Marty puts into what Doc is telling him is like actually going to happen. Like Doc could say whatever he wanted, Marty's just going to believe him. <laughs> no, it's okay. She's just going to like she's going to magically transform into a you know a perfect new future version of herself or whatever. Like Marty has no frame of reference for no for any of this. Mm-hmm. I um. I I will say that uh and I I so there's that moment where where uh at the end of the minute where Marty says I don't remember those bars being on the windows and I 
I thought that that was funny. And when I was doing my notes for this minute, I was like, ah, that's funny. But then watching it again, <laughs> watching it again this minute, I was like, did you, did you miss the wrecked car in the yard? I mean, yeah. <laughs> the orange that... wrecked car. Yeah. 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 The bright orange wrecked car. That's right next to where you put Jennifer in the yard. It just, <laughs> he notices the bars on the windows, but not, not the wreck car. It doesn't give that a second thought. Makes me wonder if, if, uh, if that's like a normal occurrence at the Jennifer household. I mean, doc pays no attention to it either. Yeah. But I don't think doc has ever been to Jennifer's house before. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, did you catch the other piece of back to the future three foreshadowing that happens in this scene? I don't know. What 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 are you referring I to? I just uh it's it's a visual kind of foreshadow and I just caught it for the first time also. And you might have talked about it earlier but it's the the shirt that Doc's wearing. I just noticed with it, all over it trains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we mentioned that when when he first put it on um okay. a few weeks ago. But yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's uh some really neat foreshadowing. I like that a lot. It's really cool. Um, I'm a little slow on the uptake, so. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> you weren't here for those minutes. It's all right. That's true. Uh, I also, um, there, there's, uh, I, Einstein goes up to the porch with them, which I love. I love that he's a part of the team. Mm. <laughs> um, and I love that he guards them. Uh, like he stands in front of them and he's just sort of like watching. He's the lookout. <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah. I really like that. I think it's really fun. Yeah. They really, I really do love how often they, they, they really humanize Einstein, but really subtly. Like they don't give him like dumb, like CGI, like eyes, but you know, he's, he's very a dog, but they just, yeah, they do really treat him like an equal. Mm hmm. It's it's also interesting, like how much of a part as a writer of this movie, like why why do you make the choice to make the dog so involved? Like it would be so easy to be like, there's no need. We don't need to have a dog here. Like let's just write the dog out. The dog's in the kennel. Like whatever. It's, but it's because it's because they made the mistake of having uh, having Einstein in the car when Doc originally goes to the future in 1985. Oh, so they just wrote it into. Because I know they right. say like, oh, he's been a suspended animation kennel in in the um in the beginning of the movie, but like, I just yeah. they gave him a lot to do really, and then they give him another dog, like they give Copernicus, like right. Well, I think most movies would be better if you just added like one dog to it. More dogs, more dogs, more dogs, better. Like imagine yeah. if every scene of Civil War just Tony had like a like a German Shepherd that was just like sitting upright. <laughs> I think you might be onto something. It's, I mean, Chewbacca essentially, right? Yeah. He's a dog. You know the thing dogs do where they kind of look sideways, like they're kind of like, I'm not oh. supposed to be in here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder what kind of dog owner do you think Doc is? Do you think he's the kind of dog owner that when a dog dies, he immediately replaces it with a puppy? Absolutely. Or is does you you think so? I, you don't think he grieves for for a little while before he's ready to move on? You think he's just like I think I, I grieve I by getting a new dog. 
that <laughs> because Doc sort of has the same kind of dog, like Copernicus and Einstein are very similar dogs. I just get the impression that he just wants that with him all the time. Hmm. Like, I, think, I think Copernicus and, and, and Einstein are pretty different looking dogs. Aren't they both just shaggy white dogs? I don't think so. Am I just superimposing one on the other? Uh, oh, no, no, no. No, he is. He's a shaggy white dog. You're right. I just All looked right. up a picture of him. We haven't am, seen am him being, yet. Am I being caninist? Oh, I was thinking of 1955 Copernicus. Um, 1950. Yeah, 1955. That's Copernicus. Okay, maybe I'm remembering a different dog. Yeah. No, Copernicus looks. I think he's a little smaller than Einstein. Yeah. Yeah, Einstein's definitely bigger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like I mean, a terrier breed. I also get the impression by Doc's fantastic dog food dispensing machine at the beginning of the first movie that he's not necessarily the most attentive dog owner. I don't think he's the most attentive human. <laughs> Fair. That's a safe bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, the other, the other thing that happens in this minute is, um, the return of the other, the, the untalked about, the undiscussed, the undiscovered, uh, back to I the think. future, uh, recurring, uh, recurring quote. Yeah. You're in this, the doc doc. Yeah. You're the doc doc. Um, which I think he only says once in the actual minute, but in both scripts, he says it twice. <laughs> Weird. In, in, in the same scene. In the same scene. You're the doc uh, He doc. says, you're the doc doc twice in the paradox draft. But he says, you're the scientist twice in the 67 draft. I like doc better because it, it kind of is more all encompassing. Like, well, you are the doc. Yeah. I'm just the Marty. And every doc needs a Marty. And every Marty needs a doc. And every doc needs a Marty. And every Marty needs a doc. <laughs> uh, I, um... Oh yeah, Copernicus is a lot smaller. Yeah, okay. Copernicus is like a little terrier, and and you know, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like a big floofy ball. But they they're both they're both mutts. like, yeah, they're both mutts, and they both have like longer, like kind of shaggier hair. Um, but yeah, right. Copernicus is a little terrier dog. You know what they um, say? He's like got wiry kind of hair. God loves a terrier. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Doc suggests smelling salts. Sure, just keep them, keep them coming, Doc. Yeah, just bring, bring some, bring some smelling salts. Uh, use that to wake. Starting to up. wonder why Doc doesn't know anything about women. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Getting well, a vaguely kind of Cosby women. vibe out of all this. Oof! Oh man. It's <laughs> <That's>, uh. <laughs> Think uh, you think Jennifer wants a drink? Um, <laughs> God, I can help you uh, with your career. Ugh. Uh, the worst. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they leave. Uh, they leave Jennifer on the stoop. Uh, on the on the on the on the uh, what is that? A uh, porch? What? It, porch, uh, porch swing. Swing. Yeah, yeah porch swing. Uh, leaves leaves her on the the swing, and then they get out of there, and we go to Lion Estates. Where uh, the signs are filled with graffiti. Someone named was... Marv had been there at one point, it looks like. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And wild dog. Frog and Slippy. Frog and Slippy. Is that what that says? And then, uh, I was trying to figure that out. And then uh, my favorite thing in this whole this whole forty minutes, forty minutes in, my favorite thing to happen in the movie: uh, the packs of stray dogs. Just roam, <laughs> just, ro- just roam in the town. Yeah, I love it. More movies. I wish movies would use packs of stray dogs as a visual signifier of we are in a bad part of town way more than they do. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's pretty uh, it's pretty fantastic. There's also. It looks like there's a picture of a light that somebody somebody spray painted a light bulb and then X'd it out, <laughs> <laughs> which is a weird piece of uh, graffiti. We don't like light bulbs here. Yeah, you're not a is light it supposed bulb to be like family. a skull and crossbone. Is that what it's supposed to be? Oh, is that maybe like a really lazy skull and crossbone? Yeah, yeah, like someone who didn't quite finish all their art classes. Yeah, I really like the detail of all of the houses having realty signs. Oh, I don't even think I noticed that before. Yeah, because nobody lives there. Everyone's getting out. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a hellscape. Um. Yeah. So we're in uh, we're on alternate nineteen eighty five now. Get ready, guys! It is going to be some very interesting minutes ahead. Yeah, Scott, um, you were here for the transition. I'm sad I'm going to miss them, <laughs> but I can't wait to listen. A year from now when you catch up. Yeah, what, what's your favorite? Am, what what part of part three? I am behind right now. <laughs> what's that, Nick? Is, is there a part of part three that you like have, a, have an emotional attachment to? Uh, an emotional attachment to? You know, not so much. There's not one part that jumps out at me in part three, but... Uh, I mean, if I sat down and thought about it, I'm sure I could think of something. But right now, I just like the whole movie is, to me, very entertaining. I guess ZZ Top shows up. That's pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Like, the music thing going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a theme. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll put you down for that for that minute. I'll remember that. Um. But but yeah, that's uh, that's 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 it. I mean, the 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 paradox draft. Um. Isn't uh, isn't really any different, um, other than uh, Doc mentioning that they're at, at an altitude of seven thousand feet when they arrive, and uh, uh, also that Jennifer Jennifer is put into a hammock in the yard instead of uh, a swing on the porch. That's well, that weirdly worse. Change. Yeah, who who? That's weirdly more disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, well, it's weird because Throw it's just her in like the sweet sack of cloth. I don't know if you yeah. guys have ever woken up in a hammock, but it's not very chill. No, no. Uh, it's like when uh, when people uh, uh, fall asleep and then they 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 take the mattress and put them in uh, in like the pool, you know. Yeah. You that wake up in the scream series. The yeah. Oh, that, that happened on the scream series. Yeah, they did that to like the kind of the Jamie Kennedy proxy character. Oh, interesting. I'm watching um, Scream, guys. It's the second time you've mentioned it this week. Tweet me about it. Um, <laughs> well, don't don't wait. No, no, don't tweet me. About it. I'm not done watching season one. <laughs> you probably will be by the time this comes out. That's true. That's very true. Next next Friday. Also, you uh, can tweet me about Drama World. Oh, are and you? Don't watching forget that? to catch his new Kanye West podcast. Yeah, wake up, Mr. West. It'll be every morning. 
Oh, I think All Falls Down is alphabetically the first Kanye West song, but it could be wrong. That's just off the top of my head. I want to say that it's All Falls Down. <laughs> I'm in no position uh, to argue. But yeah, so uh, so yeah, they, 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 they shove Jennifer in a hammock that just happens to be in her front yard. Who puts a hammock in their front yard? Who puts a hammock? Look, hammocks are, hammocks are supposed to be treats. I think hammocks... <laughs> I don't know. I I'm I very strict hammock rules. <laughs> it's, I feel uh, like a it's weird. It's like a backyard kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, no one wants treats. I won't be able to watch me be in a hammock in my front yard. It's very intimate. Honestly, thing, if you're in a hammock in your front yard, you're really just showing off, aren't you? Yeah, you're like you're like I, I'm you're picturing Jennifer's dad. Dick. Yeah, I'm picturing yeah. with like a like a pina colada in his hand, just like what's up, Hilldale. S like watching the neighbors mow their lawns while he doesn't. Yeah. My Powerpuff Girls do my chores for me, Hilden. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. I. I. Uh, but I will say the the funny difference in '67 because the '67 draft is exactly the same, except it's very truncated in of this course. moment. Yeah. So, so what, what happens is they show up, they show up at her house and Doc says, let's put her in the hammock. And Marty says, (laughs) that's so, that's such a shady set. Like only like, like shitty frat brothers have said, let's just put her in the hammock. Yeah. (laughs) Marty says, we're just going to leave her. And he says, she'll be fine. I'll take you home. You can change your clothes and come back for her in your truck. And Marty goes, this is, the wait, is, is, I'm sorry. Is this, is this from everybody wants some, or is this from back to the future part two? <laughs> it's from back to the future. The six paradox. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. And then Marty <laughs> says, you're the scientist. And that's the scene. You're the scientist. Oh, yeah. This is how I treat my longtime girlfriend. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing though. Oh my God. I know he's a teenager, but. Let me repeat what Doc said. Okay. Doc says, she'll be fine. I'll take you home. You can change your clothes and come back for her in your truck. And Marty's response to that is, well, you're the scientist. That's pretty. So they're, so they're doing this tonight. Level stuff there. (laughs) Yeah, no. And that draft, they're, they're, they're boning. It's. I don't understand. I'll take you back to your place. You can shower, shave, change your clothes. I just give you a massage. So Scott, okay. I'm not asking what 31 year old Scott would do because I know 31 year old Scott is a perfect gentleman to his lady. But <laughs> thank you. <laughs> if that, if that Wait, is which Scott are you talking to right now? Because we're both, both 31. Of you, both of you, of course, both of you. <laughs> okay. um, but um, pick Scott. So imagine like I don't know. I don't know what you guys' dating life was in high school, but I I I, I know enough about Scott to know Poor. that he. He dated. He dated regularly enough in high school. Um, which is, is that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair to say. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, so like you're you're 17, right? You and one of your buddies is like you know you're you're, you're a girlfriend you were seeing in high school is like asleep. They just say like asleep. Would, would you just like like just leave her on on their on their front porch? No. No, you would like knock on the, you know, knock on. Hey, Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Parker, Jennifer fell asleep. I'm bringing her home. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm, I mean, you, you carry her inside. Yeah, you carry her inside. I get. Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing here is they don't want to answer any questions. 
I think, um, yeah, Doc's presence is definitely weird, but if it was just Marty, it'd be like, oh my god, thank you, Marty, for bringing her so, home. Wait a minute, here's the other thing. They're okay. in Lion Estates now. Yes. Right? Wait, So no, no. no. Yeah, they just drove up to Lion Estates. Hold on. Yeah, they, dri- they drive up to Lion Estates at the end of the minute, because they're taking Marty home. Where do they drop off Jennifer? At her house. It does, but it's not Lion Estates. It's somewhere else. She lives in another yeah, neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, she, all right. I'm like, are they literally in the cool. same housing development? Is this not that big of a deal? <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's not the same. It, right. It's it's a completely different place. No, it's all occupied right. by, a, by a completely different family of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> there you, you go. There's the button on it all. <laughs> Lion Estate dogs cannot go to that neighborhood without some it's serious repercussions. <laughs> that's where the dogs, dogs that, get so pissed. That's where the dogs that dress up like baseball clowns hang out. <laughs> Come out and play it. So what crew would Ainy be in, right? What 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 pack of wild dogs does he have? I think with? he'd be a warrior. I could see him with like the warrior headband and like the vest. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah I like that. Um, oh Leah, Leah, um, 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 uh, Lorraine would totally be in like the all girl group, the all girl gang. Mm-hmm. I love the Warriors. I love Lorraine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's it for this minute. And honestly, there's not a whole lot. Thanks for being on all this week, Toffee. Hey, yeah. thank you guys for having me. It's a pleasure. I enjoyed doing it last time and I, I definitely enjoyed it again. So thank you for having me on. Well, we will definitely have you back next season for uh, ZZ Top. Woo. All right. I dig it. <laughs> and we look forward to hearing your work continuing in Geek by Night season one. Yeah. yeah I got a, a, a lot more work to do on that. I have many, many musical Twice themes. as much. Deep voice dialogue to record. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mac Carl right. Michael's going to go through a lot in these last few episodes. <laughs> I can't wait to read the scripts. I can't wait to play that part. I love it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. Well, you guys can go check out uh, Geek by Night if you go to our website, duelinggenre.com, and go check out the podcast section. You'll find Geek by Night there, uh, our original audio drama, as well as the Doctor's Companion or Doctor Who podcast that we do with Cassandra Fredrickson. It's on uh, hiatus right now, uh, but it'll be back. Later this month, uh, with uh, with where, where we'll begin tackling the second story of every doctor. Um, I think we're also going to start having uh, occasional sporadic guests on the show. So uh, beginning this this uh, the second season of that show. So uh, so go check that out. Um, I say second season as if we haven't had like over like three hundred episodes of that show. Sure. Uh, <laughs> well, well, much like the show we're inspired by, we we tend to reboot. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, so yeah, do that. And while you're there, go to duelinggenre.com slash support and go to our Patreon page where you can help us with our uh, our goals over there, which includes a weekend edition of this show that you're listening to right now. Uh, and we also recommend uh, emailing us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com where we'll uh, we'll read your emails and, and respond to them and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, that's... That our email function will really blow up it once the weekend edition uh, starts up, which 
based on uh based on how many people have been supporting us lately is going to be sooner rather than later on Patreon. So uh, you're going to want to get an emails because we're going to need content for that show. Um, and then, uh, we're on Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook, and you should also check out the other podcasts in the minute family, star Wars minute, Indiana Jones minute, Jaws minute, Wrath the con minute, alien minute. And Scott Tofty, do you have anything to plug? What would you like to plug? Oh man, all kinds of things, you know, geek by night. You guys already said that, but I have a website, www.scottofty.com. That's just my full name. S C O T T T O F T E. All my music stuff goes up there. The bands that I play in, the gigs that I play, music that I release, um, and I also have a podcast that it's on a long hiatus right now, but we're planning on bringing it back um, with some other geek by nighters called Shredded Serial. That's serial with an S as in a television serial. ShreddedSerial.com where we uh, watch along and provide a commentary track to some uh, of our favorite TV shows. We did Star Trek The Next Generation, Top 10 Best, 10 Worst last season, and then we're working our way through our favorite uh, Buffy and Angel episodes this season, and we've already started talking about what's going to happen in the future. Very cool. Uh, also, d- doesn't your band have an album out? Oh, yeah, well, you know, you can buy my band's album. I play in a band <laughs> uh, out of New York City called Pavel, P-A-V-E-L-L-E, and uh, we just released our uh, first album, full-length album, uh, and you can get it on Spotify, you can get it on iTunes, Amazon, all that stuff. Uh, so go check that out. It's uh, some nice hard rock and music if you like it. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.